2-2. And Torino shoots it to right. Soler is going back, looking up. See you later! A go-ahead opposite field. Two-run home run for Torino's. And the Astros go back on top, 5-4. To Big moment for Robinson Torino's going the other way. Putting the Astros back on top with a big bomb to right field. We talk to the man now in the Astros' dugout who gave the Astros a lead for good. Robinson Chirinos, the go-ahead two-run home run in the sixth inning. And, I mean, going the opposite way, I mean, that was an impressive piece of hitting by you for that for that home run, Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I have to give a high five to my coach, like my hitting coach. Uh, I think Alex and, and Troy told me after my second at bat to Stay close with my with my front hit because I was like flying too early open. That's what I did in the last uh, when I hit a homer. I stayed close and my hand worked through the strike zone really well. So without those guys, uh, it was hard to make the adjustment. So thanks. Robbie, we were talking about in such a close game, those last two innings, all the great plays made by the defense. That last catch, of course, by, by Brantley, but those two great plays by Altuve charging balls, barehanding him and getting those plays, and also that, that play by Harris made behind the mound on a speedy runner, too. Yeah, I mean, everybody uh, contributed to this win. I mean, Cole, uh, even with 100 pitch, he went out in the seventh inning to to keep that game close for, for us, so everybody. Jose, yep. uh, Mike over there in left field, uh, Correa in shortstop, everybody contribute to this win, so it's great. All right, Robinson Chirinos, thanks so much for joining us. Congratulations on the homer and the win. Job, bud. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. And greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros play game two of their three-game series against the Kansas City Royals. Yesterday, the Astros won the series opener 6-4 to four over the Royals. Robinson Chirinos, two hits, including a go-ahead two-run homer. Carlos Correa, three for four with a homer, as the Astros have won three in a row. Royals have lost two in a row in four of their last five. Astros 21-14, and 14, first in the AL West, three games ahead of Seattle. Royals 12 and 24 last in the AL Central, 10 and a half games behind Minnesota. It's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Colin McHugh getting the ball for the Astros. And it's impressive looking at McHugh's numbers against the Royals. 18 innings in the regular season against the Royals hasn't allowed an earned run. Yeah, not too bad, but he hasn't made a start against Kansas City since 2016. So a, a whole different cast of characters with this Kansas City lineup. And just judging from what we saw yesterday, a lot of dangerous hitters, tons of, of speed in the lineup for Kansas City. So, uh, you know, it's not a very comfortable team to face if you're a pitcher. Now, I, I happen to feel that uh, McHugh needs to throw a few more fastballs to make that breaking ball even more effective. So we'll see if he starts making adjustments. His first first four starts of the year were great. Last three, a little bit of a mixed bag. Danny Duffy getting the ball for the Royals, and he's coming back off of an injury. This is only his third start of the year, but when Danny Duffy is healthy, he can be one of the elite lefties in the game. He can. He's a tough match, especially for left-handed batters, so the Astros don't have as many of those in there into the lineup, but they're so deep that they can plug in so many different guys and give them length in their lineups. And Duffy, the slider has been a big pitch for him so far this year, and it's only been 
two starts, but that pitch got really hammered last year. So maybe a tweak in, in a, a grip or, or the delivery to, to get more bite on that slider. So uh, Duffy, who's had plenty of experience, debuted back in 2011, will be tough for the Astros. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models, official sponsor of the Houston Astros. You know, the Astros, particularly the last couple of innings, a few times in the game was on the line, made some great defensive plays. I thought one of the big keys for the Astros wasn't just their defense, but you think about all the team speed that the Royals have and able to make some tough plays without necessarily rushing, which speed can make you do. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. You know, you've got to be in a good position. You have to be anticipating those types of plays to be able to pull them off, and you have to be talented. Those barehanded plays that Altuve made, they were do or die. And if you have any kind of a bobble or, or mistransfer or a bad throw, anything like that, then this speed was going to be able to get the Kansas City Royals a chance to get at least the tying run to the plate. Up next, we'll have the manager show presented by Waste Management, and a little later we'll hear from Royals manager Ned Yost. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park... Head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Breaking ball, bounce left side, just out of the reach of Bregman. Backhanded by Correa, guns it over to first just in time to get Solaire. Oh, what a play by Correa, showing off that arm from the hole. That is such a, a big-time play. That's a chopper. Over Rondon, tough play, Altuve, bare hands, throws to first, and he got him! play by Jose Altuve charging that slowly hit chopper grabbing it with the bare hand and throwing out Gutierrez Royals leave him loaded Three, two. broken bat ground ball weakly hit right side charged by Altuve bare hands throws the first in time to get Hamilton second time in as many innings at Altuve making a bare handed grab and toss long set the one two and Murrayfield hits it off the hands in the left field Brantley coming in headlong dive and he caught it Outstanding play by Brantley, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take the first game of the homestand, defeating the Kansas City Royals by a final of 6-4. to four. Tell you what, a two-run ball game, and you can look at just the eighth and ninth inning alone and look at five web gems by the Astros getting some crucial outs in this game. Well, AJ, yesterday against the Royals, man, we were watching the eighth and ninth inning. The game was tight. Uh, you guys wouldn't have won if you hadn't made every single one of those great defensive plays. What do you think? Yeah, well, a lot of times we talk about offense, um, whether it's on this show or and just throughout the media, because that's what, what the game kind of revolves around. But yeah. the game can be lost on defense. And we we had a tremendous showing. Uh, and we've played pretty good defense over the last few weeks, and it's picked up a little bit. And and but the great plays with the game on the line, with the type of speed that that the Royals present, um, Altuve's two plays were just spectacular. Right. Correa makes a great play in the hole. Brantley ends the game with a diving catch. Um, it's nice to see. And there was one more to to begin that inning, the eighth inning. It was Will Harris, you know, in and out of his glove on a on a speedy runner. Mondesi can fly. Two two, curveball bounce off the glove of Harris. Scrambles behind the mound, picks it up, throws. Got him. Charging in as fast as he could. The bare hand had to be perfect. The throw perfect, and they were. And you see a lot of pitchers put on their clown shoes after you know 
they bobble the ball, uh, they panic, and then they throw one into the seats. But he made a really athletic play, didn't he? He did, and you're always defending the pitcher. I'll give you that. Once a pitcher, <laughs> always a pitcher. And, and it was a great play. And a uh, little bit of a jailbreak, balls flying everywhere, hat, you know, the hat's supposed to come off, the glove comes off, right. spinning throw, Yuli catches the ball. But it um, it was a good play, and, and and certainly, you know, when you can keep their fast base runners off the off the base, all the better. But uh, pitchers are defenders, too. Yeah. You always tell me that. You've talked about, you know, you're facing a, a very fast team. You get a lead, that'll put them back on their heels a little bit. But I'm not sure, so sure that Ned Yost – We'll, we'll tap the brakes at all, do you? Well, I think three and four run leads are different than one run leads. I think the, the you know, they're going to always put pressure and apply pressure on them. I think when you can put them on their heels, like had we had we scored in the in the first three innings multiple runs mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it's five nothing and six nothing, it, it can get a little bit um, deflating for them and, and you hope that they that they call off the, the running and bunning and, and all their all, all their antics. But um, they're a fun team. They've got some good young players, yeah. and they, I know they're not winning a ton of games. Uh, I hope they get out of here with two more losses. But I, I, I think they're, they're, they're certainly building something in Kansas City. And you and Ned Yost uh, have kind of developed a unique relationship over the last few years. Talk about that for a moment. Well, he invited me to the 2015 All-Star Game, and, and, and I'd met him. And, you know, we always have these baseball relationships. But, I, I, he, you know, he told me that he wanted to invite me because he felt like you know, I deserved an opportunity. He wanted me to get some exposure. He thought that I was uh, doing things the right way here. And in 2015, that meant a lot to me because yeah. I had just gotten back in the manager's seat. Yeah. Um, what you look for if you're me is just the respect from the older managers. You look at Terry Francona, what he's done in the game. Ned Yost, what he's done in the game. Joe Madden, what he's done in the game. Bruce Bochy, you know, who we should all give a hat tip to for this season. It meant a lot to me to have a veteran manager, uh, you know, pick me and then take me to the All-Star game. I got to take Aaron and the girls, and, mm -hmm. and we had a great time. And I'll forever be grateful because I felt like that springboarded me with a little bit more national exposure. We make the playoffs, win the World Series, and, and now I have the best job in baseball. You try to keep that in the back of your mind, thinking about maybe there, there's some young guy down the road when – when you become a veteran, kind right. of salty. Yeah, no, no. Obviously, would always love to to do that. And and even last year, when when I had the opportunity to bring Kevin Cash, mm -hmm. um, even though I'm not much older than him, I, I think he's doing a great job in Tampa and uh, and not getting a ton of attention just because of their you know their attendance and they're kind of behind their low low market small market team. So, um, sure, if I get to get in a position where I'm a veteran manager and and there's some young guy that's that's aspiring to to do some great things, I'd love to 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 pay that to pay that favor back. You guys face Danny Duffy, left-handed pitcher for the Kansas City Royals tonight. Uh, it's been pretty good, especially his slider. Is that what you see? Yeah, and he's you know he's he's eliminated the high leg lift uh, with runners on base, so you're going to see a lot of slide steps, and the ball kind of explodes on you. He's quick to the plate, and and he's got a little velocity. Um, his slider's been really good, and um, you know he's battled some health problems and some consistency problems over the last few years. So I think they've simplified his delivery. Uh, we saw a similar guy last week in Martin Perez, and I, and I hope our results are better this time right. than last time. But um, it'll be interesting to see how he attacks us. Um, given the way we're hitting the ball out of the ballpark, if we can get him to avoid the strike zone a little bit, get in, pitcher, get in hitters counts, we could do damage against him too. Give me one quick hit on Colin McHugh. He's been inconsistent. <clears throat> or what do you say? Uh, yeah, I see him not being creative enough. Um, I see him uh, obviously using his weapons to the best of his ability, but I think he's got to read the game a little bit better okay. and, and, and see when they are um, sitting back and waiting on off speed. He's got a you know, fastball. He needs to throw a little bit more with a little more conviction, maybe even a little more often. So um, reading the game and not just 
sort of being predictable is going to be key for him to make an adjustment against his team. And you're going to put a little pressure on your catcher to help him through that? Yeah, I mean, I think you just have to read the game. I mean, it's there's an art and science side to, to developing a game plan. We're pretty good on the science part. I don't want us to lose the art artistic side. All right, AJ, good luck tonight. You got it, Spring. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Royals manager Ned Yost as the Royals taking on the Astros over the next uh, couple of days. And, you know, Ned, you've been through a, a few different teams that have been in transition. You saw it with the Milwaukee Brewers. You saw it when you first got to Kansas City and now another team in transition with a lot of young players with, with the Royals. Is every rebuild transition a little different? Are there some commonalities between all of them? No, they're, they're, they're all a little different. Um, you know, I, my first one was with the Atlanta Braves where we uh, I was a minor league manager and came to the big leagues in 1991, the first year. We went to the World Series. Coincidentally, we were in dead last place in 90 and then went on a a run of 14 consecutive division championships. So, um, you know, I watched all those kids develop and grow at the big league level. Um, you know, we did it in Milwaukee where we had a group of kids come up and uh, grow together and, and, you know, get to the verge of a championship and made it to the playoffs. And we did it here in Kansas City where we had a group come together. Um, here it's a little bit different than that because our group's not here yet. So... We've got um, some mainstays that are going to be here when the group gets here, like Mondi, uh, you know, uh, Adalberto uh, Mondesi, Dozier, um, Ryan O'Hearn, um, you know, some of these, some uh, Jorge Soler, all these guys that we're counting on to be veterans when the young kids do get here and be leaders when the when the younger pitchers get here and the younger kids that we we have uh, in Wilmington right now. Um, you know, they won a championship last year in Lexington together. They've all moved to Wilmington and are doing very well there. But uh, they're all a little different. Now, you talk about some of the players that you have now and, and waiting for, for more players to arrive. Is that the, the trickiest part, just having the patience? And, and then the patience, once some of those guys get to the big leagues, is it's not like they perform right away usually. Well, you, you got to understand or you've got to try to figure out what your motive is. What, what are you trying to accomplish? And for me, my, my motive and what I'm trying to accomplish every day is put us in a position to win a world championship. So... For me, the difference between 71 wins and 75 wins, 78 wins is nothing. I don't care. Uh, I want to develop these kids. I want to put them through every situation that they could go through right now so that when we get into a, uh, a place where we can compete, they're going to have all that experience you know, under their belt and all behind them, and they're going to be able to uh, you know, excel in those situations. So. Uh, you know, these young kids are all kind of getting their, uh, you know, they're, they're paying their dues right now. They all work extremely hard, and they play well. And, you know, our group in, that came up in, in 13, and we won the, the American League Championship in 14, lost Game 7 uh, in a heartbreaker, and won the World Championship in 15. You know, when that group first got here, like 11 and 12, you know, we were out of games in the fourth and fifth inning. Yeah. This group here is in every single game uh, and just about right up to the end. So uh, there's a lot to like with this group. Now, everybody I talk to about this Royals team and even a little bit in the latter part of last year, everybody says the same thing. This is a fun team to watch because you have guys who are athletic, who can defend. You have guys who can run and, and steal bases. And that's obviously something when you think about that, the athleticism and speed, that's something that can kind of sustain you in a lot of different ways. Well, it, it is. And everybody's gotten away from that. And everybody seems to me like 
you know, rears back and just wants to hit homers, and that's cool. I like homers, but I also like the ability to try to manufacture runs when we need it. We play in the biggest park in all of baseball, square footage-wise. We don't play in a small park like Houston uh, where you can miss hit balls for homers, and don't get me wrong, I like this park. I, you know, I don't mind miss hitting balls for homers. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I like the ability to manufacture a run. Take a walk, steal second, in position. Maybe steal third, in position to score the tighter winning run on a sack fly. So our fans like it. Um, our players like it. It's, it's exciting. Uh, you know, it's an exciting way to watch the game. There's more action to it and uh, more strategy to it than just sitting back and striking out or hitting a double or trying to hit a home run. With some of these speed guys you have who can steal bases like Billy Hamilton and Terrence Gore, who we haven't seen yet in this series, and Mondesi, is it a situation where they pretty much always have the green light from you, or is it a situation where they, they, they have to kind of rely on you for, for when they can go? I've never told them when they can go. It's a green light for all of them. And, um, you know, what we did so effectively, I think, with the last group when we won the world championship in 15 is in, in you know, the latter state, the latter part of 11, 12, and 13, we taught these kids how to play. We taught them how to win. And then by the time we got into a position where we could win in 14 and 15, they knew how. And you let them play. You didn't have to do anything but sit back and make pitching changes because they they knew what it took to be successful. They knew what it took to win. And, and they knew when to when to do things. And, uh, you know, that's what we're in the process of doing right now. And you can't do it by guiding and directing them. You know, you got to allow them some freedom to – uh, make decisions, and if they're not good decisions, you talk about it. If they're good decisions, you talk about it, and that's how they learn and get better. Ned Yost, Royals manager, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, great to see you, Robert, and glad you know, glad that I could uh, be on your show. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap, and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.